Today's podcast is brought to you by drinkers like you. To help support the show, visit patreon.com slash haveadrinkshow. Today we go deep underground to talk about, oh, Carlsberg. That makes more sense than an episode about the Carlsbad Caverns. Quick, someone start a new script. We need to talk about this Danish brewery and how they grew to the Goliath they are today. And certainly nothing about the Captain Reef you can find in Carlsbad. So find a Pilsner or maybe malt liquor and join us as we have a drink. Welcome to Have a Drink, the show where you learn along with us about what we what you drink. I'm Brittany Lee Walker. I'm Justin Fraser. I'm Christopher Walker. And I'm Casey Price. Yeah, that's it. We didn't change the wording in that, did we? Nope. Just I was getting distracted because he was looked like he was about to throw the cat. <laughs> there was no about. <laughs> they love chewing on the cables. I've got... how I mean, much how do they feel about being thing. How much do they enjoy being shot put around your your condo? Just, well, I mean, uh, ask it. Meow. If any any indication from Emmett is, you know, we're like, dude, don't do that. <laughs> Always like, I oh, uh, inappropriate with cats. Okay. Uh, to to let you know when the episode was recorded, uh, happy early Father's Day to uh, to the to the dads of the show, mm-hmm. and the dad listeners. I guess <laughs> you'll hear this after the fact, but you know, yeah. yeah. Thank it's because the show was recorded in February. <laughs> Your boys can swim. Good job. Uh, but I saw uh, a picture of of uh, Emmett's little Father's Day thing to to Chris. Like, you know, what does Dad like to say? Stop bothering the kitties. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just went. I don't know if it's his favorite thing to say, Emmett. It's just something that he's got to say a lot. Yep. Yeah, I looked at that and it was just. I was like, oh, and he's like, what's dad's favorite food? Hot dogs. I'm like, well, hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say no. <laughs> I do enjoy a good hot dog. Yours was more uh, accurate than mine was. Oh, yeah. yours was great. The whole Because all the females in her entire family despise peas. And, and for Mother's Day, what's mom's favorite food? Peas. I'm like, <laughs> oh, peas are delicious. I, I loathe them. We uh, after the it was made public knowledge that everyone, all the females in her family, hate peas. All of us, all the males, have now decided we're like no peas. Every get together, there has there has to be peas, and if they don't provide them, by God, we'll go out and get like a Sam's Club or Costco size can of peas and bring it in there. Yep. Good. Good meal, like some peas and mashed potatoes, is all I'm saying. Like that, I'm, I'm a happy man. Then, mm-hmm. 
corn corn is also a good addition into that too just turn it all into one big paste slurry and just slide it down my mouth. <laughs> all right well, we're off track here so what what's everyone been doing there's that's a, not pee related there's a track Uh, we're going we don't need tracks justin uh yeah not a whole lot uh this i will say i was down uh uh down at the the void last night because they've got uh it's their two-year uh anniversary and they had some new stuff out and they had uh they had some old favorites out they did have some old favorites out um uh they had the problem was trying to repeat what they are without looking at them. It's like, oh, right, that's a, a, a you know, this long, you know, Japanese style word that I don't remember off the top of my head. And I'm just like, ah, oh, all I can tell you is that they're good. Uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they had a, a they also had a, Casey. I, I was I was curious because I wanted to, to if they had them in cans, I wanted to get some and bring them to you. They have a one, they have a pog sel- sake seltzer. Oh, cool. And I was just thinking of like. Man, I know someone who made a a, a pog uh, cider. Was it Casey? Oh yeah, that uh, you couldn't keep in stock. Yeah, it's still the number one seller that we do. Um, I mean, the great flavor. Yeah, they they eat it's a it up. slammer. Yeah. No one, um, no one's going with me on the pog joke. Oh no, that's. That- have you ever? That's <laughs> the actual history of pogs. Like literally, the original pogs. They. Pog Juice used to have a cardboard cap. Mm-hmm. And that's... that's okay. Yeah, so that's the name of the beer. Mm-hmm. Is Slammer. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Yeah, I remember that years with that, too. I was just also yeah. making a joke about the original Pog... You know, the Pog Slammers for the... Oh, yeah, that was the whole... That was, that's yeah. the joke at the name of the beer, and it's a... But that's why I was saying it, it was slamming, and then it's like, oh, no one's going with me Oh, this. gotcha. I didn't catch the first slamming. I just mm-hmm. got... When you got to the Slammer... We're all yeah. really on it. <laughs> Come on and slam. If and I'm drinking a double zero right now, so. Mm. Uh, but yeah, other than that, it's just been uh, been a lot of work, and that's about it. Uh, how about uh, uh, how about you all? Things going well uh, in uh, in the old west, there, Chris. I mean. <laughs> Uh, you're liking my new fashion oh, statement here. Uh, yes, uh, uh, this is my uh, Eastwood shirt mm-hmm. that I got. Uh, yes, it's Marty's awful, <laughs> bright get-up that Doc dresses him in to go back to the Wild West. But uh, as soon you, as I saw the shirt, it had to be mine. You uh, you're like you're dressed like a like you're dressed like an idiot. Who put you in these? You did. <laughs> you did, Doc. Oh, that reminds me. I need to watch that uh, uh, Michael the, J. Fox documentary. That's yeah. on. Uh, just I've heard good things about it. I'm just very curious about uh, man that whole that... the whole thing depresses me so much. And then like, well, yeah, well, he's doing a ton of stuff. He stayed out of the public eye for like the last twenty years, roughly, and now he's like going to every convention, anything that will give him money, just because he's like. I'm near the, you know, I'm getting to the point to where travel won't be a thing. So he's just like trying to rack up the cash for his family before he's gone. And yeah, like, man. And then he's like falling now. And I'm just like, God, the, I think there's a, I think there's a bit in the, in the, 
the documentary I've heard about where he's like accidentally like broken a finger. Like he'll he'll break stuff a lot, but just by accidentally like you know kind of banging into stuff. And uh, but apparently like he he does a lot to try to keep a, a positive outlook on the whole thing and doing his best not to to. So, so I'm just you know I'm curious about the thing and and you know yeah. But- growing up growing up when we grew up we have a deep love for Michael J. Fox. We do, and it's just. It, I don't know if it's going to be like the Terry Pratchett thing where we started trying to watch uh, his assisted suicide documentary. I think we made it like 20 minutes in and I had been sobbing at 20 minutes, the 20 minute mark. I'd been sobbing uncontrollably for 30 minutes. And I was just like, <laughs> we can't, I can't do this. I cannot do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which uh, what anyway. network is the Michael J. Fox thing on? I don't remember. That's on uh, Apple, I believe. Oh, okay. God. Anyway, um, it, our household has had a shift. Well, uh, what did was it last time we had done Hello Kitty? Last truck? time, yeah, yes. you introduced the kittens last time. No, the Hello Kitty truck. Yes. Oh, the Hello Kitty truck. Well, no, we talked about it happening, but you talked about like the new yet. love of Hello Kitty, but not not the most depressing lion share that I've ever seen in Cincinnati. But to be fair, it was wrapped around that mall. Like that line was crazy. Yeah, and that that whole the cafe truck, it's I get it because Hello Kitty has a cafe, but it there's just like some pre like three prepackaged cookies and it just sells merch. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's really just about the exclusive stuff you can get. That's all. <laughs> it says cafe on it essentially. Although I really love my hoodie, and and the bag that I got. Should have my water bottle out here. I'm surprised you didn't show mm. that show water off. bottle is. Sick. Like I put ice in it the day before. It, it it's huge. It it, it I, they don't have the branding on it, but it really seems like uh, one of the Hydro Flask ones. Um, I put ice in it at work, and then like the next day, the it's still ice. <laughs> like it's still like stupid cold, and I'm like, mm. okay, here but we on, are. <laughs> on top of Hello Kitty, there there are some new brandings around around the old condo here. We now want to be the very best. That no one ever was. Oh, to is, catch is, them is, is our real test. Is it time for Pokemon? It is. Gotta catch them all. And Gotta I, catch them all. And I, I can't hold back. At, at the end and beginning of every episode, I am passionately getting into it. And when I don't, Emmett now goes, "Dad, sing it." <laughs> <laughs> well, and and you know you've got. So are these the new episodes, or are you watching the old ones? So we'd start on the old ones. Yeah. I think we got like... So so you had some like some Pokemon rapping going on, too. Oh, yes. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we were doing the old school raps. I think he made it like... I can't Sorry. remember how far we got on that. It was like 15 episodes or something into... Uh, what did they call it? They changed, it, used, it was just Pokemon, and they were like, no, we got to call it... But now it's the... Uh, uh, Indigo League, uh, or something like that. Yeah, Probably. something like that. That's, that's Indigo League. Yeah, yeah. The Indigo, yeah, Indigo, yeah. Road is the the thing because they're in the Hanto Hanto region. But anyway, uh, 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 just today, uh, I took a shower and came out, and Brittany had put him on the new ones, and I was like, "Ash sounds wrong. Everyone sounds <laughs> wrong. What is wrong with you people?" I was like, "We've still got like." 80 uh, some episodes of the original to get through and you all have jumped up to all these Pokemon. I don't even know now. And then I'm, get, I'm like old man yelling at clouds. 
I, we're in the we're on a ghost train and uh yeah you've, you've got to you got to keep up with the games that's that's the only way to keep up with knowing what some of these are and like having bought all of them at some point i'm at the point still where i'm just like, or like a version of them at least i still don't know all like someone will say one of them i go oh right that's a oh that's like a fighting ice that's a weird one yeah uh <laughs> Look, Emmett right now is just happy with Pikachu, and he wants Charmander. Oh yeah, but that's, Charmander. That's why I'm like, no, we should have stuck with the original because it's it it's the classic ones. It's the ones you, you got to get through that before you move on because then you're just going to be confused. <laughs> you need the the. I, I honestly, I'd say 15 episodes is enough of the old one because at that point, you've seen basically every episode of the show. There was a lot more, but they're all the same episode. Well, Brittany wanted to start off on a random movie that was a Pokemon movie on Netflix, and it was all about Mewtwo. And no, like from, Emmett, that's the first thing Emmett saw. Because oh, yeah. it was like, it's, and it's a 3D one, kind of Yeah, look, minute you know? one is Mewtwo being like, why am I here? What is my purpose? And then starts tearing you know reality apart. And Brittany's like, this is a little intense. And I was like, yeah. Like, because you uh, didn't do any primer, you have no clue about. You don't even know who Mew is, and here we are watching Mewtwo like wreck a lab. Uh, uh, I, mean, I was looking there, at the. I was looking at. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say you can start getting him into the uh, into the Pokemon games now. I don't yeah. know if he'd have the patience for it though, because it's a very no. He doesn't. He would not. Like uh, he's he's now got a little Pikachu in a Pokeball, and he is the happiest thrilled. ever about that. Uh, but I will say that the uh, uh, you you start him on red and blue in the old ways. You train him the the, the Iron Way. You want Charmander, you get Charmander, but you got to fight through rock and water first. Mm-hmm. Do you pick other Pokemon? No. <laughs> you beat you beat every member of that water gym. With what is now a Charizard, because you've ground every other Pokemon into dust around you. Because that's what I did. I was a stubborn child. See, that's the problem now with playing the game start to finish. Because I went mid-COVID and I went and got every game that there is out there. Okay, so like all the ones that are main series games. Now, if it was like Pokemon trading card game... Okay, I got that one, but it wouldn't be considered in main series. Right. And some of them don't match up for all of them. Like, for example, you can't get... I didn't have the things to play, uh, you know, the original uh, 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 Silver and Gold and the... uh, 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 What's Gen 3? Uh, Ruby and Sapphire. But they did remakes of them on systems I did have. So you... Oh, yeah. And so you can repurchase them that way. Yeah. Um, I, I've got the original systems. I went back and found all, or at least a system that could play it. So maybe not the Game Boy Classic, but the Game Boy Advance can play it type of thing mm-hmm. um, in that situation. I think the SP actually is the one that can play. No, the, um, the problem is the little battery in the cartridges staying going. Yep. And so I went and bought a whole package of those as well to re- do the resoldering and all that good stuff. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah. So I could keep the saves going. Um, it erases them, but I mean, that's, you know, that's just the old games for you. But um, the problem is trading. And so once you, you need- get to a certain point, those games had like very specific timed events that you had to 
kind of match up with with things that were going on or maybe even log into a server in some instances or um, there are some people that have kept it alive a little bit and have servers that you can point your switch or not your switch but your um, your Game Boy uh, DS to and mm-hmm. like it behaves like it's the real server so it can still download any like event Pokemon that you want it to but um, just that's the hardest part is you've got to really look at third party to make them work like they used to. Uh, let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee might be Emmett Speed because you don't battle things to catch them. You just keep throwing Pokemon balls like it's Pokemon Go. Yeah, those mm. are good entry levels. Uh, you don't have to read as much. But yeah. Uh, they kept my attention and that's saying <laughs> a lot. The fact I couldn't battle things and grind them under my heel before I caught them uh, was really a ter- was really a thing I just didn't enjoy. I, in 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 the world of Pokemon, I am the Michael Vick. I train killers. I don't. I'm not there to make best friends. I'm there to win. I mean, weren't we all? I started looking up the. Oh wow, they have those are scary. Look, I'm. I haven't played since the original 151. Like that's, mm-hmm. uh, I think the last Pokemon game I played was Yellow. I played that mm-hmm. to completion, and then I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> I, I never, uh, I couldn't keep up with them after that." I will say the, uh, uh, if you play the more modern ones, they are ridiculously easy because they just give you everything, mm-hmm. like the stuff that you had to sit there and grind out. Like, look, no grinding anymore. Just go out there, have a good time. It'll be okay. And it's like, nothing's not earned. Want. Like, all your Pokemon always get all the XP from every fight. That's not how this works. <laughs> I was uh, forged out there grinding on Pidgeys and Rattas. Uh, this got really dorky very quickly. <laughs> I mean, doesn't everything? True. I mean, yeah. We're yeah. up to 10,000 and, or sorry, 1,010 pokemon right now oh and gosh. you can't make it living decks anymore because the new versions don't uh, don't have a, an upgrade anymore to put them all into one thing they got rid of that in after Wait, i what? think sun and moon sun and moon might have been the last one that had like a full upgraded oh, decks that you could get all of them in that one game. in that one yeah because yeah. so, you, you, they would still upgrade and you could transfer them over from past games into that one they, they the, stopped the, doing that the way you do it now is you put them into the um the bank Correct, but if you put it into the, but if you do the new games, like there, those Pokedexes don't have, don't don't have the things for them. So yeah, yeah, you you can't like play as everyone, but you can still have the. Well, I've I've just enjoyed uh, exposing Emmett and Brittany to the original Mm -hmm. animated series, and I'm like, no, I was like, I, I was up because we had satellite TV, and I was like, I was growing up, I was up every Saturday morning to catch new episodes as they were airing. They Here. would air episodes on Sundays when I would be at church with my family and I would have to, uh, I, I'd gotten a VCR and I'd had to sit there and record it and schedule, mm. figure out how to time the recording to make sure I got it and be able to watch it when I got back home. It says anything I can, the, that's how I got into, um, what was it at the time ZDTV because as soon as Pokemon was off, screensavers would come on. Mm, yes that was i was just talking about screensavers and kevin rose kevin Uh, rose and leo laporte like i was just like that was those were the best right (sighs) 
that led, we'll get real nerdy for a second. Uh, led me, there was a post, I think on Reddit a couple weeks ago. And someone was just like, because it was, uh, they were talking about Patrick Norton, but then it was, it was a picture of him and Kevin Rose and everyone's like, the hell ever happened to Kevin Rose? And that's when I was like, I don't know. I was like, last time I saw him, he was yeeting a raccoon off of his porch on the internet. <laughs> he's, he's, he, he sold dig for several millions of dollars. And then they sold revision three, which he owned part of, uh, to discovery for several millions of dollars. Literally. So, he keeps that pattern. Uh, he's he, a venture capitalist. Yeah. He's a venture capitalist. He just keeps, yeah. in, he's like, here's a new company I'm doing with this thing. And they builds it up for a couple of years and then sells it for a shit ton of money. He's a CEO yeah. of something about art and, and yeah, artists just, and uh, yeah, he can, a, he can afford to live in San Francisco. And exactly. throw raccoons off his porch <laughs> daily. Well, and his uh, wife is like that famous dietitian with the books and all that. You know, I mean, yeah, so it's, yeah. Yeah. Tell you how They're you can fine. lose hundreds of pounds by throwing raccoons, raccoons off your off porch. porch. Why? Every time. <laughs> uh, Casey, what have you been up to? <laughs> raccoons. Throwing raccoons, raccoons off his porch. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't expecting that that question. Actually, I don't know why. We've been going so long on Pokemon that I know. I thought that was that was it. <laughs> um, was here, yeah. There are. I was reading the Pokemon, uh, the Pokemon movie list, and it was like, oh, there are because after you said the Mew movie and those things, uh, the Mewtwo movie, I was like, oh, okay. How many Pokemon movies are there out there? So and the list many. is quite extensive. Yes. But it said there are like something like twenty three animated in one live action. I was like, "What live action? That's got to be weird." Probably Detective Pikachu. It's Detective Pikachu. Yeah. I didn't even consider that to be like in the canon, which is of awesome. Pokemon. Detective Pikachu is amazing. When did you see it? Um, it was on. Uh, it's on Netflix or one of those. It's on well, HBO probably. Max, I think, or I've, now Max. Yeah, well, I think I rented it. As soon as it was available, because I really wanted to watch that. Uh, it, yeah, I was going to say for a while there, Casey, they were doing probably a Pokemon movie a year. Yeah, I remember like it, it seemed like the McDonald's toys would always come out to promote the Pokemon movie. Well, and that's that's just generally how like really successful animes work when during their their show run is like doing a movie a year. What if we don't have like what if we have to rush production? We're doing a movie a year because in anime they know it's going to be a real flash in the pan popularity, and you better seize it while you can. I mean, sometimes, sometimes you get your Dragon Balls or your Lupin the Thirds. Yeah, they go well. Lupin never saw <laughs> any popularity. Lupin didn't see American yeah. popularity yeah. in Japan. They have been doing movies oh, in yeah. that after like the series ended since the since like the seventies. But it sucks for us because that just since it's not popular here, we can't get any English dubs. And I'm too lazy to. I mean, I can do a sub, but I'm, I'm lazy, and I'd like to be able to, like you know, turn my head away from the TV for five seconds. No. Do you remember when Leo Laporte yes. did the first live stream? Like, you know oh. how you get these bloggers that'll go out and have their phone up and they're like just live streaming mm. as they're walking down the street mm-hmm. or doing yes. going to Disney. Leo Laporte did the first one of those. I don't know if it was the, really the first one, but he basically took all kinds of cell phones and then used them to split, use like this backpack of, of stuff to split 
a signal into multiple cell phone signals, which were actually dialing up modems, not like Wi-Fi or internet on the cell phone. It was straight like dialing into a modem, which then connected him to the internet um, and walked around and used it. Yep. I mean, I like, tracks. But yeah. mid nineties, late nineties. So he's, he was a pioneer in that. And then it came to the term podcast and he could not handle it. What was it he wanted? To, he's still like to this netcast. day, netcast. netcast. He will not say podcast. And it's like, come on, yeah. old man, Leo. It's like, yeah. put it in the fridge, you know, <laughs> well, it's from fridge to air brand name. So should be. I also Jeez. remember if we want to get down that track, I also remember when Kevin Rose uh, was a part of the first server ever hosted out of a man's anus. <laughs> on Attack of the Show, when they uh, they took a thumb drive and loaded a server on it, cable and all, wrapped a condom around it, and got a willing participant to have it shoved up his ass. And then live on air, and they're like, you can visit this man's anus. <laughs> and they gave you the web address. <laughs> and Sarah Rose was sitting there eating popcorn. <laughs> so... Uh, and this is why I did not care about the length of the episode because <laughs> we were just we're off just going to be weird today. To yeah. So yeah, that's it. Casey. Anything else to add? We're going to talk about anuses more. Casey, <laughs> he did. Um, no, nope, I think we're good to stop there. Okay. <laughs> uh, so that's Carlsberg. <laughs> well, I was going to say I think we have news. Oh, do we have news about the uh, the I don't have it ready. I'm sorry. Oh, you don't? Oh. No, I suck. Well, then I've got to get get mine out real quick. Oh, I thought you already had it out. I thought we were doing that at the start before we get to the topic. Oh, it's right here. I can. Oh, Brittany's okay. got to have one too. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, uh, I w- I requested to have a sounder ready, and I was denied my request look. from HR. <laughs> we couldn't we couldn't afford the uh, the the stinger for this. Or it's so hard to say goodbye. Uh, but since we've not had the news show, we've not been able to tell you all that <laughs> our beloved Anchor Brewing uh, is become, pulling a new Glarus. They will only distribute in California moving forward. And they have completely di- discontinued steam beer. <sighs> that one cuts deep. That, and because if you go back to, was it second year of the show? Is that when we did? Yeah, we did the, the Anchor Brewing. Yeah, wow. And that was by far one of my favorite episodes we've ever done. Uh, if you've not listened to the Anchor slash California Common slash Kentucky Common episode, yeah, something like that. Yeah, because uh, that had the uh, the tale of Fritz Maytag. Yep. Yes, those Maytags. Exactly the Maytag you think. <laughs> Crazy ass story when they're like, "Nope, we've got all this dairy equipment. It's brew beer." As you do. Uh, but started American craft brewing or American, you know, what we consider American brewing now. And, yeah. and the steam beer is going away and we've, a few of us ran out and could find some. So let's, let's pour one out for our, for our homie. <laughs> the gecko. <code. laughs> I've been, I've been drinking it this whole time. Cause... Oh. Yeah. I was just, honestly, the news came and when I was going to buy it and I was explaining it to my dad, I was like, I honestly don't remember what it tastes like. I was like, I may hate it. I don't it, remember. It smells like I remember, which is a uh, little, little malty, but mm. uh, real malty uh, backbone on that. Yeah, 
Mm. It's a little sweet. It's a uh, uh, fairly fairly clean, but uh, a little malty. Uh, compared to other things out there now, it is probably easily overshadowed, but it's it's a pretty solid, just regular kind of beer for me. Cold out of a can, it's great. I would, man, uh, now I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm the problem here. I, like mm-hmm. we have this great historic beer that had been available to us, and now it's gone. And I'm now I'm like, oh, I've got four more cans. How long can I hold them? There were a couple of uh, uh, packs of them uh, at the liquor store near me. Uh, I might try to see if I can go back and find at least one more of them because uh, I just bought some singles today. It's like I couldn't remember if I was going to if I if I was still going to enjoy it or not. So it's like let's just uh, go a little safe on this one. Whereas I'm pretty sure I. So when I went to look, I was like, "What do they have anchor? What do they have anchor?" They had like three packs of the porter, and I'm like. Porter's great. I wish it was the coffee porter when they had that. I was like, but that hasn't existed for like four years now. And they had the space and the they still had the skew tag up for the steam beer, but there's nothing there. I was like, oh, man. I looked all around the store, which is being remodeled, so adding to my confusion. And I was like, there used to be some more singles back in the cooler. I was like, I'll go check in the cooler, see if there's some floating around back there. Found an employee stocking it, and he's one of the guys that I'd seen in there for years. And I just looked at him, I was like, man, do you guys have any steam beer left? And, like, his face dropped, and he goes, we have one pack in the back. <laughs> so it was the, it was the pack they were keeping for themselves. <laughs> oh. And it was even uh. damaged. Like, the corner was kicked in, and one of the cans is, like, heavily dented. <laughs> He's like, it ain't pretty. And I was like, yeah, but it's the last one that'll ever hit this store. And he goes, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm taking it. My steam uh. beer. Kick rocks. You go pound sand. Yeah. But that's Enjoy. I'm going to flavor country. It is. I'm just like, no, like I was reading the back of it earlier. Because they did have a rebrand. Like Casey pointed mm. out when I sent the picture before. I was like he was like, Man, they had a they rebranded definitely. And I think it honestly like it cleaned it up and it's a simpler thing than on the back. But it does make it it does, but it also it makes me think it's a twisted tea. Yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> Born of the Gold Rush and Survivor of Earthquakes, Fire and Prohibition. Anchor Brewing's history is intrinsically linked to San Francisco. One of the constants in our 100 plus year run is Anchor Steam Beer, the San Francisco okay. original that's as bold and beautiful as the city it calls home. I can I can hear the Anchor Anchor jingle now. Anchor brewing the San Francisco treat. That's it, right? You read yeah. that and then it's sad. They're like, oh, it's been around for our entire hundred plus year run. And it's like, yeah, not anymore. Sapporo uh, killed that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. All things must end. And eventually Here's- this episode will end, but we have to start it. Here's to you, Anchor. We'll miss you, Steam Beer. My last little bits. And on that note, we can get into the other beer that we're actually going to be talking about today. Been on that truck. Seeking bastards. Been on that truck. Been on that truck. Been on that truck. From how rambling we are today, I'm, I would think we might be. Right? Uh... 
Nope. I was uh, born a rambling man. I mean, maybe I was. You don't know. Guys, I've, uh, I've gone down such a rabbit hole as you guys were going on about stuff. Uh, <laughs> I, I've there's a hotel, there's a Hello Kitty hotel. <laughs> Is it uh, in Denmark? You know, I'm never going to be surprised anymore. <laughs> What's that? I'm not going to be surprised about anything anymore. About that, it could just be random locations. But no, I'm. It, Fair enough. It's the stuff in Japan, but like, it's not just Tokyo. It's uh, Osaka and the name of that city there. It's in. It's in a little. Uh, uh, it's a little Hedo Kitty pod. With a digital art in. exhibit, underground. Well. Today we are not talking about Hello Kitty. Shocking. We are we are instead, uh, and I, f- I feel like I'm not one to to throw stones about going off topic already. But so it's fine, Brittany. Um, but today we are talking about Carlsberg in these lovely green bottles, which makes me afraid of everything I'm about to drink now. That's why we but we made, I made a decision purchasing. And it was couldn't based find on, cans. it was, ba- mm. I couldn't find cans like regular, regular ass Carlsberg cans, not in like a 40 some pack. <laughs> that, yeah. Uh, and this smell, I smell skunk. That's, That's what, what I was, was worried about. I was like, no, no, we need to find cans of something. I had a six pack mm-hmm. of those bottles in my hand. And I was just like, I can't do this. <laughs> I was talking to, uh, someone about how, uh, uh, they the reason places like Heineken and this can't get rid of their uh, uh, green cans is because uh, green bottles is because uh, uh, people now expect the skunk flavor. <laughs> it's just what they intrinsically what they think these taste like. So if you try to make them proper now, they'll get upset. Excuse me, sir. This this uh, Heineken on draft does not taste like Heineken. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> sure kinda. does. Actually, <laughs> doesn't taste like I licked a skunk's anus. Oh, it's just a funky smell. Flavor is not as bad. Oh, anyway, I, say, I like the taste of this one. But... No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. It, we'll we'll get to this in a yeah. bit. Uh, we need to actually start. Fuck, fuck us. Oh, I am. Uh, I'm double fisting over here. <laughs> well, Carlsberg is a Danish multinational brewer. Hmm. Not a series of caverns out in the western United States. I don't know why. During the intro and even just thinking about it, all I could picture in my head, like we're talking about uh, the Danish folk, and I'm just like, ah, yes, Vikings. (laughs) Uh, And in my head, all I could picture are uh, the Pilgrims landing, and there's just Carlsberg cans scattered (laughs) all over the beach, and they just go, goddamn Vikings. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> really should be a should be a thing. Uh, no, it was founded in uh, 1847, so a little bit after Viking times, uh, by uh, J.C. Jacobson. I I don't know if that's a if I can find a more Danish looking name. <laughs> uh, the company's headquarters is in Copenhagen, Denmark. Today, Carlsberg includes Carlsberg Group, Carlsberg Research Laboratory, where they make Frankenbrew. <laughs> that's just me. Say, I don't think they make anything called that, but I'm just picturing someone out there 
raising a, 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 a <laughs> six pack of Carlsberg to the to the sky during a thunderstorm. Lightning. lightning strikes. He goes, "It's alive!" Nick bolts in the cans. I mean, <laughs> uh, uh, they also have three foundations and two museums. Uh, the company's flagship brand is Carlsberg, named after Jacobson's son, Carl. Okay. Is Berg Danish for beer? Let's find out. Uh, it could just be, it's Carl's beer. Uh, you know, like Reese's Pieces. Uh, the company's, uh, sorry, just read that. Uh, the brand operates 75 breweries in 33 countries, employs upwards of 40,000 people, and produces hundreds of brands, including a famous lager from Brooklyn. So, okay, yeah, they own Brooklyn. That was kind of yeah. a, a, oh, a new Brooklyn was owned. I forgot about that, yeah. Yeah. I just could not remember for the life of me by who. They operate Have 75 breweries? Yeah. I want to be like, where does that place them? I don't know. It probably puts them, like, not Heineken level with that, but it's got to put them, yeah. like, you know, up there in the Constellation brand's conversation, at least. Another aside quickly, can I just say I am super glad we don't do the new show anymore because I would not <laughs> want to touch the current beer trending news with a 10-foot pole. You don't want the uh, the current beer meta? I don't want anything to do with that, where it's uh, Modelo is now the top brand in the U.S., and I don't want to touch anything going on with that. <laughs> uh, well, um J.C. Jacobson was a philanthropist and avid art collector. Let me check the year. Okay, he's fine. <laughs> art collectors uh, uh, in the 40s get a little more suspect, Brittany. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did they get these arts? Yeah, yeah. I'd like one art, please. <laughs> Pretty sure uh, in the 40s, Nazis probably had something to do with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, with his fortune, uh, he amassed an art collection, which is housed in the. Uh, I think it's supposed to be New York, right? Not. Uh, just that's nine. what I thought too. I don't. It, it, it's actually it actually means um, new, like so. I, I assume it's pronounced the same way, but it's not it's referring the, to New York. It's just I, I, okay. In Dutch, the NY. So the the yeah. Carlsberg Giloptik. I've never tried pronouncing Danish before, so I've taken a lot of fun. words out of this that could have been in there, and I was like, uh, "We're not even going to do this." Right? I, now. <laughs> I was pitching things to her. She's like, "No," because that would literally just be a page of words that we can't There's, say. We we lost a lot of umlauts. Mm. Is what you're telling me? Yes, there was there was so many so things. many dots and strange lines under and over everything. Just consonants all just crammed in together. No vowels. <laughs> Not a vowel anyway. to be seen. <laughs> uh, it's all been Welsh. I was gonna. I was just thinking there was a, someone I saw a joke. It was just like, look, I understand you're from Wales, <laughs> but occasionally we put vowels in words. Ridiculous. Uh, but yes, the uh, the Nia Carlsberg Gilpnotek uh, uh, is, is in central Copenhagen. The first brew was uh, finished on the 10th of November. 1847, and the export of Carlsberg beer began in 1868. Uh, it's 
pretty quick turnaround to get into to exporting, but also you're in Europe, so everyone's a lot. It's a lot easier to export out of your country mm. when to your country is not nearby. the size of you know that entire continent plus. Yeah. Uh, just saying, it's easy mode for for exporters over there. Yeah. Here in America, we get, never mind. Don't know why I'm keeping doing this. Uh, but they uh, exported one barrel uh, to Edinburgh, Scotland. So you know what? They didn't do a neighbor. They just went no, put it in a boat, send it to Scotland, and see what they want. They I mean, if you're gonna check there. with anyone about beer, you're like send to the Scots. They yeah. do. Uh, Scotland <laughs> drinks a crap load of Carlsberg. Hmm. Learned something today. Uh, some of the company's original logos include an elephant, after which uh, some of its loggers are named, uh, and the swastika, the use of which was discontinued in the 1930s. Because, obviously. <laughs> because of the association with its political parties in the neighboring Germany. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that poor Tibetan good luck charm. Yeah. Uh, well... Why is it called Carlsberg? Well, Jake, like we said, Jacobson named his company after his son Carl, and since the brewery stood on a mountain, he added Berg, the J. Bjerg. Bjerg. Which is Danish, the name, it's a Danish name for mountain. There, so there's that, yeah. Okay. It's Carl Mountain. Why not? Carl. Mount Carl. 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 So do we, do we get like, is that where we get the bergs in the? Mm. That's where we'll get iceberg. Mm. Oh, that makes it is sense. a mountain of ice. Yeah, yeah. Huh. And Mind's if someone was going to know about an iceberg, it's going to be Vikings. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> We're learning a lot already. That's, that's just putting that out there. Wonder <laughs> what enterprising know. Viking tried to put a rudder on an iceberg and like, no, I can steer it. <laughs> Is Duckburg Danish? <laughs> well, they do have a mountain in Duckburg. They do. There you go. Uh, uh, it was founded by, by Danish duck immigrants, at the very least. Or maybe all of the dog people are immigrants, or, or Danish. I don't know. Mm. Are the Beagle Boys Danish? <laughs> Yeah, because they were the ones that were going to call it Beagleberg, and then mm-hmm. the ducks. Yeah, okay. We're, we're Anywho. <laughs> See, again, not ever worried about the length of the episode anymore <laughs> on the pages. Doesn't matter. Uh, I found well, so many shirts today, uh, or not today, I think it was yesterday. I don't know what had me looking. Again, we're, we're off. We're, we're so far off the trail. Like, we're, there are grizzlies chasing us. But uh, it was from the new DuckTales. And, and it had who, whichever one uh, Danny Pudi voices sitting oh, sitting there cute. condescendingly looking off the t-shirt says, Larry, I'm on DuckTales. Oh, the, oh yes, God. <laughs> yes, because Danny Pudi owns that shirt, I believe, too. Because he's just like, yeah, it was a good... Danny. Larry, I'm on DuckTales. Anyway, Carl uh, Carl opened the brewery in 1812, uh, and opened a brewery in 1882 named Nye, or New, Carlsberg, forcing him to rename his brewery uh, Gamle Old 
Carlsberg. Uh, the companies were merged under uh, Carl's direction in 1906 and remained so until his death in 1941, uh, 1914. Uh, sorry, 1914 is a much more traumatic time to be dying. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think any time's a tra- traumatic time to be dying. Yeah, but 1914's World War I. Uh, and I assume he was not uh, he was not in World War I fighting, but mm, yeah. they bombed a lot of buildings. <laughs> and they're digged to the sea, anyway. They're, uh... <laughs> anyway, Jacobson set up the Carlsberg Laboratory in 1875, which featured Department of Chemistry and Department of Physiology. Uh, the main reason behind this is to brew bet- uh, better beer, regardless of the money. Cost me damn. Uh, for the greater good. For the greater good. Uh, many other breweries uh, lodged complaints uh, that kept his prices that he kept his prices too low. Uh, moreover, the research laboratory had a protocol that anything discovered in the lab would be freely shared. Cool with this, guys. So they're selling our their car- beer for really cheap. And they're just, it's like Tesla. They're just like, who wants to know our company secrets? Because we know this is going to help the entire industry. I, after like getting all this information, I'm like, I really like this brewery suddenly. Like, it's just... Car- are Carlsberg the goodies? <laughs> is, I mean, it's I'm so great. I'm so used to everyone being the baddies. I don't know. It's still pretty early. It's still pretty early. We They're may pretty... find some Nazis before long. <laughs> say it's You've pretty... not made it past the 50s yet. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're pretty early and we're still, still pretty done. Yeah, we're still in the 1800s and it's still pretty done. But actually it gets it's... kind of awesome. So. Right. Uh, it, I will say, you know, let's keep in mind, you know, we're in we're in the early stages of the Dark Knight Maxim uh, <laughs> that uh, they're a hero long enough until they see themselves become the villain. So... Uh, well, more, uh, yeah, uh, lab would freely share the discoveries in the year, uh, in the next year, uh, JC Jacobson set up Carl's, the Carlsberg foundation, which managed the Carlsberg laboratory also promotes arts and science and culture. Even today, very nice things to be doing. Yes. Uh, in 1876, J.C. Jacobson uh, established the Carlsberg Foundation, run by not uh, run by trustees uh, from the Royal Danish Academy of Science and Letters, which managed the Carlsberg Laboratory, as well as supporting scientific research within the fields of natural science, mathematics, philosophy, the humanities, and social sciences in Denmark. Because of a conflict with his son Carl, Jacobson's brewery was left to the foundation upon his death. In eight in eighteen eighty seven. Wow. This is uh we're in Mandalvi territory. <laughs> yeah. A little bit, yeah. So due to conflict with his son, of whom the name of the brewery owes. Yeah. I'm just waiting to hear like, you know, he's like it's like his you know, on his deathbed, his father just looked at him like, Father, have you forgiven me? He just spits in his face. No, I give the brewery to the foundation. Get out of my sight. Pulls a cotton hill, stops his own heart. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, well, where do we go from here? Let's uh, let's dial back a, a hair here. 
and go back to 1883. A professor named Emil Christian Hansen became the first to isolate a pure yeast culture that revolutionized the beer industry. J.C. Jacobson shared the discovery because, you know, said he would. And the yeast, cleverly named Saccharomyces carlbergensis, which we've we've talked about a many time, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, with other brewmasters uh, helping to improve beer quality all over the world. A Carlsberg type bohemian lager yeast strain, Saccharomyces pastor. Pastori anus. <laughs> Pastoranus. I'm going to say Pastrami anus. Saccharomyces pastrami anus is now the most widely used lager strain in the world. I could hear Casey's blood pressure rise. <laughs> I've learned to just let go and let accept go. the things I cannot change. Let it go. That's for the best. Uh, no, I thought this was really cool. Like looking, like not only did they start this, and they're like, "No, we're gonna we're gonna discover things that are gonna help everyone, and we're gonna let everyone know about it." And then, yeah, it turns out <laughs> to discover, like Carlsberg is owed like very important stuff about like yeast. So yeah, I thought this was, was, was cool. Turns out, very important to beer. <laughs> The first overseas license for brewing was given to the Photos. Phot, oh, God. Photiatis? Question mark? I don't know. We are in Mondavi territory. Photiatis breweries. And in 1966, bit of a time jump, Carlsberg beer was brewed for the first time outside Denmark at the Photiatis breweries in Cyprus. The first Not breweries. where I expected this to be. <laughs> yeah. They're, oh, let me tell you. Carlsberg gets everywhere. <laughs> They're everywhere rare antiquities want to be. <laughs> no, that's the British Museum. <laughs> oh, the first brewery. That was, this was at the first brewery to be built outside Denmark. Uh, was Blantyr Mal- Malawi in 1968. Carlsberg merged with Tuborg Breweries. Uh, was that how you said it? Tuborg? I think tu- so. T-U, Tuborg. I don't know. Tuborg Breweries in 1970, forming the United Breweries AS and merged with Tetley in 1992. Look, all the words we can't say, even without the unlouts. I'm just picturing... Two companies doing the fusion dance from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Carlsberg became the sole owner of Carlsberg Tetley in 1997. In 2008, Carlsberg Group, together with Heineken, bought Scottish and Newcastle, the largest brewer in the UK, for 7.8 billion pounds, 15.3 billion US dollars. Uh, in November 2014, Carlsberg agreed to take over Greece's third largest brewery, the Olympic Brewery, adding to its operations in the country already and effectively transforming the firm into the second biggest market player in Greece. Like, they just, like, went. And, like, <laughs> like they're just everywhere. Literally everywhere. They're everywhere drunks want to be. 
The Carlsberg Company's markets are divided to Western Europe, Eastern Europe, and Asia. They do not focus much on Africa or America, which explains my scant findings. Uh, Mm. The company owns two brands in Russia, San Miguel and Baltic Beverage Holdings. San Miguel is not the name I was expecting to hear when you said uh, (laughs) owns two brands in Russia. Yeah. No joke, yeah. The firm has also bought breweries in other countries, such as Latvia, Poland, and China. Because why not? Yeah. Until the recent years, Carlsberg was managed by a foundation, which put it at a downfall for financing acquisitions. Therefore, if there were any further consolidations in the industry, Carlsberg might become the most vulnerable to take over. Dum, dum, dum. Football. It is life. Football is life. I found a shirt of that, and it's adorable. And apparently Danny has, like, two wives or something. I, I mean, you've, you've been seeing them since. We can talk about it later. Uh, since 1992, Carlsberg has been a proud partner of Liverpool FC, making it the longest-standing partnership in the Premier League. To celebrate the special season, Carlsberg launched six limited edition packs inspired by some of the iconic kits from the Danish Brewers era on the front of the Liverpool FC shirt. The six packs also feature some of the most celebrated players in Carlsberg and Liverpool FC history. The designs bring in millions of dedicated Liverpool FC fans in the form of the many songs sung not only at Anfield, but across the world. You know, having having been drinking this this Pilsner today, this would be a good beer to have at a uh you right. know, at a Premier League match. Boy, I really wish I be. I wish I were drinking a uh a straight up Pilsner. Can okay. says it is. Oh, whatever. It is it's good though. Whatever. We'll get into what this is. It is not a Pilsner. Despite True. the can saying it because whenever you look anywhere online, no one else calls it a Pilsner. Anyway, uh, I think, was that the end of that one? Or no, you've got one more. Oh, uh, in addition to Liverpool FC and sponsoring World Cup on several occasions, Carlsberg signed a multi-year partnership in 2022 with Canadian soccer business, establishing Carlsberg as the official beer and non-alcoholic beer of the Canadian Premier League. Which hmm. is a thing. <laughs> Come on, Canada. Come up with a better name. Yeah, I will. Someone else already. I, I am surprised that they call it the, the what is it the Canadian soccer business though. I'm like, hmm, okay. I thought it was football, soccer. like literally everywhere else, but here. No, there's a handful of places where it's uh, where they use soccer. Uh, mm. uh, America, I think Canada's uh, obviously Canada, and then there's um, a couple other countries. Uh, some uh, a number of them in like um, Asia. I think actually I call it something closer to soccer. I don't remember which one country is off the top of my head right now, but uh, that's, excuse me. Uh, I just find that funny because England came up with both words. <laughs> soccer is what they originally called it. And then uh, changed their mind. Because football yeah. makes more sense. It really does <laughs> compared to what we call football. Anyway. Okay. Uh, so the ball looks like a foot in American football. That's where it comes from. 
It's like that oblong shape, like a foot. Okay, so I'm, like, I'm making I'm making stuff up. I assume. <laughs> Looks like primarily we are looking at uh, U.S., Canada, Australia. Australia is the other one I was thinking. Of. Um, a variant in like South Africa and S- South Africa proper, and some of the other countries that are in South Africa. Um, and oddly enough. Ireland. Mm. I was about to say the the English speaking world that is not England. Yeah. Yep. Because they got the word first and then England changed it and then everyone else was like, nah, we good. <laughs> All right. All right. There are some like New Guinea where it's Soka which mm-hmm. is pretty much a variation of Sokka. Yeah, there are some, like, in their language, it is something close to, yeah. But yeah. sounds very similar to Sokka. Yeah. Mm. All right, well, but, the Carlsberg flagship beers. So they've, they've, as we've discussed, they've got lots of different brands and lots of different beverages in those brands, but... And apparently suck at labeling them. Oh, my God. <laughs> so uh, the main ones that are of like Carlsberg specifically, rather than the rest of the brands. Uh, So Carlsberg is the flagship beer brand in Carlsberg Group's portfolio of the 155 brands that they have. Uh, So it's 5% ABV Pilsner, uh, 3.8% in the UK, where it's branded as the Carlsberg Danish Pilsner, the one that everybody sees everywhere, really. Um, It's a global distribution to 140 markets. It's also known as the Carlsberg Lager, Carlsberg Beer, and Carlsberg Pilsner. The introduction of the Carlsberg Pilsner also saw the reintroduction of the Art Nouveau-style logo that has been used nearly unmodified since 1904 and later became the logo of the entire company. It was designed by Torvald Bendisbol. I'm just noticing on this, it has a little, th- little, little crown on here. Approved by a uh, uh, by appointment to the royal Danish court. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so in Denmark, the beer is often known as Hof or Court, due to its royal warrant. The nickname was adopted into the brand in 1931, but discontinued in Denmark in 1991. The term is still used in other markets, such as the UK and Sweden. So there's that. <laughs> I didn't even look at that part of the script before I made that reference. I just <laughs> happened to see it. Yeah. And then went, hmm. This show relies well on done. serendipity. Yes. Because <laughs> uh, those are two countries where there are still royal lineages. So they're definitely going to push it, push that mm-hmm. aspect there. Um, the next one is the special brew. Uh, so this is a strong lager brewed only in Denmark, Sri Lanka, and the UK. Very specific. Uh, It was initially brewed by Carlsberg to commemorate a visit to Denmark by Winston Churchill in 1950. They had to rebrew an entire, several entire vats after Churchill left because he drank it all. I mean, probably. Um, Or he had those vats distilled down into something (laughs) more his taste. Right. Well, I mean, he would drink uh, champagne in the morning and then Scott... uh, Water, uh, scotch and water 
throughout the day. That's what I'm saying. So, Beer wasn't his speed. He needed something stronger. He had entire vats distilled down to... Well, I'm saying that scotch and water would have been like a tall glass about yay, where he'd put in like, you know, you know this much scotch and then the rest water. So it, it would get down to probably, you know, a little higher than beer level. Well, so the flavor of this beer incorporates, quote, cognac flavors among its tasting notes, as mm-hmm. Churchill was partial to brandy. So in May 1951, two crates were delivered to Churchill's London home. In a thank you letter, Churchill called the drink, quote, commemoration lager. For the British market, Carlsberg called the special drink, or the drink special brew, and production was started in Northampton in the 1950s. At 7.5% alcohol, previously 9%, and then it was 8% for a short while. Special brew is part of a group of strong lagers that are termed, quote, super strength in the UK and malt liquor in the US. Yeah, we have different standards. <laughs> he, uh, uh, I was thinking about this. Like within a couple of years of this, uh, Churchill has his first stroke, and I'm just like, I had to stop and do the math in my head. I was like, no, he had not, did sh- not had his stroke by this point. I'm just picturing him like going over, going, Winston, it's wonderful to see you. Have something to drink. Uh, like in the brief moment, well, my doctor told me not to drink, <laughs> but I've never listened to him. <laughs> Bring me a cigar. It makes sense Probably that uh, the beer they would send Churchill is basically a... Uh, malt liquor. Malt liquor, yeah. Malt liquor. Fancy it up all you want, but... Uh, Churchill lo- was drinking Colt 45, don't lie. <laughs> I'm, I was about to say, Churchill and Billy D. <laughs> yeah. On the same page. Don't You can't lie to me. <laughs> uh, I'd have loved to have seen that, that, uh, that crossover. And also sounds both like used, an SNL Both skit. used canes, because doesn't Billy D have a cane in those uh, uh, Colt 45 commercials? Or am I making that up somehow? I might be confusing with a Scrubs thing. On Scrubs he did. Yeah. Billy D! <laughs> Billy D! Oh, that, that's a good callback, because I really every time that they're calling him Lando. And Lando. He, <laughs> Billy D! Billy D! As he's caning around the hospital. All right, well, so the next one up is the elephant beer. So this is... I'll talk about the elephant in the room. Oh, I'm is drinking elephant in the room. It's malt liquor. Don't, don't, don't lie to me. Whatever. Okay, so it's an extra strong, full-bodied pilsner made using pilsner malt and rice, coming in at 6.2% ABV. It's pale golden color, extra strong, and rich in malty character with a hint of caramel. Balanced mm. by a satisfyingly dry bitterness. So, in 1901, at Brewer Carl Jacobson's initiative, the architect, Professor J.L. Dollarup, created a tower resting on four elephants carved in granite from the on Danish island. the back island. of a giant turtle. <laughs> no, right. uh, uh, Flying from da- through space. From the Danish island of Bornholm. Uh, Jacobson's inspiration was the obelisk supporting an elephant on the Piazza del Minerva in Rome. Before... I read that as Pizza de Minerva. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was trying not to do that either. Which, which he named the Great Achuan. <laughs> uh, the four elephants each bear the initial of one of Carl Jacobson's children. Don't Theodor- ask what happened to the fifth. Theodora, Paula, Hi- Helge, Helga, and Vaughn? Uh, this became known as the Elephant Gate and is a landmark entrance to the brewery. 
included a picture in our doc. It's really, really pretty. Um, so to the west of the gate, Carl Jacobson's motto was inscribed, Laboramus pro patria, let us work for our country. I was wondering, I was like, oh, does that, does that translate to probably? <laughs> oh my God, yeah. We, I didn't talk about that on here, and I really wish Why I Why didn't now. you? Oh my God. So we'll we'll get to that at the end of the episode or something. But um, so since then, the elephant has been a famous part of the Carlsberg family, especially after the strong elephant beer was created in 1955 under the name Export Lager Beer, featuring the elephant label. The elephant is still brewed in Carlsberg breweries in Copenhagen and exported around the world. A few markets brew their own Carlsberg elephant beer locally, according to the original recipe. Because they call it something different everywhere. Because we still, you can't find anybody. R says Pilsner. Other places call it a Bach. <laughs> like, I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. Right. Sustainability. <laughs> Sorry, I had a rant. <laughs> In 2018, it launched its Snap Pack that used a revolutionary new glue, cutting plastic usage on multi-packs by up to 76%. The packaging innovation that eliminates six-pack rings by snapping or stacking cans together um, earned the Sustainable Development Goals Silver Line Award in 2019. It's rolled out in 2019 across Denmark, Estonia, France, Germany, Latvia, Lithuania, and the UK. We've By talked about this. Yep, news the, episodes. Yeah, 2019 makes sense. Yeah. Um, by reducing the use of fossil fuel-based packaging materials, it lowers the CO2 of the products and cuts plastic waste. I'm guessing it's like they just glue the cans together. Yeah, they get like the little... Uh, like, it's kind of like those little... Um, uh, those little sticky things that you... Mm-hmm. Uh, like oh. it's like a, I think glue it's like dots. a sticky gel, yeah, like a glue dot thing. You can just kind of. And there's a video. Um, I meant to link that on here, but they've got a lot of that stuff on their website. It's really helpful. But they don't use any of that currently in their packaging. Well, it's because it's not. Out. It's not to all the countries yet. Is basically where it is. Well, you say because everything was still just like plastic wrapped or in cardboard holders. Or I'm sure it's like a, um, an export thing because like. I don't know. We have issues getting stuff from Japan, like from headquarters over to here. And it's like just weird laws different countries have. Well, yeah, because you can't have tentacle porn on your beauty products here. Come on. (laughs) I mean, legally they can. (laughs) Interesting. I'm going to have to check that, that packaging option out. Uh, in October 2019, for, for, for tentacle porn. Uh, yeah, uh, it sells. In October 2019, you just got to find the right audience. Carlsberg announced the imminent launch of a paper beer bottle, the latest in its packaging innovation, and one of many initiatives the brand is pioneering to stay earth friendly. The fiber bottle, spelt the European way, has an outer shell made of wood fibers and an inner lining made of plant-based polymers. PEF. PEF. It's a very regular, uh, regular kind of bottle. Oh yeah, it also it it genuinely looks freaking awesome. And I remember us talking about this also on a newest episode. I thought you were about to say uh, 
that it really does go right through you, give you a nice. <laughs> I uh, nice healthy started dude. Yeah, increasing my diet with more high fiber, whole whole grain foods, and uh, yeah. The kids have uh, have started to make comments. <laughs> I could use some more, and... Daddy. <laughs> Daddy, just... just shit a wicker basket. <laughs> I've been told I toot too much. <laughs> you should just, just look at him and go, you know, look, kids, it's beans, beans, the magical fruit. Yep. Whereas Emmett's more... chasing us around going, I poop at you. <laughs> Poopy. Because Poopy. We, we say toot, but he's just like, no, I poop. And he's, <laughs> when he's like, I poop at you. <laughs> the, uh, where was I going with this? Poopy. I don't know. We'll come back to it here in a little bit, I'm sure. It's just poopy. Let it flow. Uh, PEF, a highly effective barrier between the beer and fiber shell, capable of protecting... Oh, beans! Beans. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I uh, I found... They, a, they also protect have a, a nice protective shell. They do. Um, I found a new um, place to buy my beans from in uh, California. They'll ship them wherever, but um, dried beans. And so we, we've like been trying out some brand new bean types that like heirloom style you can't just get anywhere and it's really nice because they're not super expensive comparatively because beans are cheap food <laughs> even when you get the fancy beans they're not that expensive look i was so. waiting for you to say i've adopted you know we started growing our own beans and we've adopted the the three sisters thing oh. you know, growing the beans on the corn and i would but the groundhog has decimated the garden this year oh no and i can't like shoot him or her. Uh, you yeah. don't. You don't have to. You just plant C4 and you blow up that golf course. <laughs> Look, yeah. you pull the hog out of the hole and you eat him. He is larger than my cats. <laughs> he's at least Yeah, he's well fed. Pounds. He ate your entire garden. He gets all the peas he wants. He gets all the br- Brussels sprouts that he wants, the lettuce. He just grazes on lettuce like it's grass. Start growing marijuana when he's like passed out in the yard. There like we high go. out of his that's, mind. That's a great idea. Then you deal with him. We do like Kentucky does have that fake marijuana. So I could probably go and find some like um, oil to spray on the plants. Yeah. And like he just get high as all get out. Basically having edibles. <laughs> groundhog go, on you edibles. Go, you go over to that groundhog and he just looks up and he goes, Dave's not here, man. <laughs> yep, that's that's how I see it going. But PEF is a highly effective barrier between the beer and fiber shell, capable of protecting the beer's quality so consumers can enjoy the same fresh Carlsberg taste and insulating the beer better than conventional glass or cans <sighs> to keep the beer colder for longer. Interesting. Um, I guess, yeah, fiber probably isn't as um, as penetrable for cold to leak out. It's like a cooler. But that also would mean it takes it longer to get colder when you put it in the fridge. So mm. two-edged sword there. 
With the exception of the cap, the whole bottle is fully bio-based. It looks really cool. I posted a link in the in our in our chat for this. I remember but, um, seeing it. Yeah, it it's it's really neat looking. We discussed it on a news episode years ago. Yeah, it's been a minute, but um which I'm surprised it's not everywhere now, but it's probably a again, it's probably an, an issue of like regulations here and there. And I mean, are you playing beat the clock with that on how quickly it just dissolves? You can't really well, have shelf turds with that. <laughs> it's it's the, hard to yeah. I think the outside would be fine. Um what I would be concerned about is you you're you're not putting it in an ice chest with ice. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Uh it and I will say it is at least opaque, so it's also gonna mm-hmm. the beer will taste better. Yeah. Or more like beer and less like Heineken. Right. Yeah. Um the brewery promotes finding your green zone, quote-unquote, of responsible consumption. The brewery's website defines this as the alcohol comfort zone, where drinking is part of your good time. To know what your green zone is, is to mean to be able to drink respecting your limits and to enjoy the night and the fun for longer. I like that. Yeah, they have a uh, whole does... situation on their site about, uh, like, real, like, responsible drinking. and blah, Like, it's a whole movement that they do. It does remind me, though, like a green zone reminds me of old, like a uh, uh, cigarette ad campaigns. Like, oh yeah, so tickle your T zones. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. The zones of tar that we've put inside of you <laughs> from all the smoking you've done. Pretty much. Um, okay, so the only yeah, the other thing I didn't include it in here, but like, because it, it, there's not really like an article on it specifically, but the their marketing, is everything wonderful, everything from them you'll find right now. Just says probably, like all their their soccer scarves for all the different uh, FCs that they sponsor. All this, just say probably real big. It's it's they're like, is this the best beer in the world? Probably. Yeah, that's the whole thing. <laughs> it's like, it's it's all over the place, and I just I just love their their vibe and their messaging with it. And then you know, Mads Mikkelsen being in their ads doesn't hurt. <laughs> is he bleeding out of his eye in any of those? No, shockingly, no. He's just. He's doing the uh, the Dutch awesome. most interesting man in the world. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's I, I highly recommend t- checking out some of their ads or something. It, it's really good. He's even in one the one for the fiber bottle thing, like drinking out of that out of the prototype. It'll help you poop, probably. <laughs> yeah, everything <laughs> probably. I don't know. It always reminds right. me of the what was the thing? Is it like a a Twitter account or, or whatever it was, it was like the quotes from people, and it was like probably oh. said this. It's a, uh, th- there's a bunch of old memes that were, yeah, you know, uh, probably Winston Churchill. Get, I don't know. <laughs> get out of my house before I, I kick you down into the shit. Mark Twain, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah those kind of things. It's like okay, good, good job. Right. Too drunk to taste this chicken, Colonel Sanders, probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was Carlsberg. Uh, I thought it was really like I've learned a lot from this episode, honestly. Like looking at like the whole thing with the the yeast and like the laboratory and um, just there's so much sustainability stuff on their their website. Their brewery in um, Finland, they're basically at 
carbon neutral or car or I guess it was carbon zero really. But like it it's nuts. The stuff that they're like the innovations that they have going on with sustainability is insane. No, it's hops and barley. <laughs> barley, your hops. <sighs> also, uh, on the probably quotes, I'm going to have a Southern cookout. General Sherman. General Sherman, probably. probably. <laughs> All right. Well, today's episode was written by our own Brittany. Um, using sources from Liverpool FC store, uh, Carlsberg's website, Vine Pair, and then Carlsberg Beer Through the Ages, a book. Hey, Casey. You're skipping ahead a little bit there. What are we drinking? Oh. Well, I just figured it made sense right there. Okay. Oh, that, that, that's, thought... no, that's fair, yeah. Uh, yeah, there were a few sources on there. Obviously, a lot from the wiki, but also there's some good... Vine Pair always has a good article, honestly, about half the stuff we cover. They're always like, oh, here's 14 interesting things about X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what did we actually get from them, if anything? Sparkling Muscatel, one of the finest wines of Idaho. Uh, would you taste it for us, please? It's me tonight. Excellent choice. Should be for 95 cents. Mm. Okay. That only reminds me, like, if you have not seen, and we haven't totally finished it, whatever, the Disney Plus show of uh, Muppet. Got your teeth is it just called Mayhem. Mayhem. It's just called Mayhem. And Muppets sh- Mayhem. Yeah. Muppets Mayhem. That's what it's called. So good so far. We've, we've got like three episodes left, I think. Uh, I love it. Wonderful. Absolutely. I mean, I, I can't. Where it, uh, Teeth is just got his process disrupted. I just love the the relationship between Floyd and Dr. Teeth's mom. Floyd. Ma'am. And then, like, there's already been so many cameos. It's in, it's, I, I can't even keep track anymore. Like, Weird Al was in the last one when they were all high as crap. And we're yeah. just like, what's happening right now? Uh, it's so good. It's the, like, know. it's seriously the most Muppets thing that's happened in probably a decade. I no. don't know how I feel about the idea of Muppets actually getting high. Well, it's off of um, marshmallows that yeah. expired in nineteen ninety two. Expired marshmallows. <laughs> so it's food like, poisoning. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, okay. Uh, so, Chris, Brittany, what are you guys drinking? Well, the Carlsberg Premium Elephant Pilsner. Go ahead and you Google. Don't say. Go- Google the Carlsberg Elephant. And in every market, it is a different label as to what it is. Some places it's a box. Some places it just says lager. Some it say Pilsner. Some it's like... it. Well, and so it says Pilsner. It's definitely not the color of a Pilsner. It has... Not the color of a Pilsner. And if you look into the actual, like, everyone's like, oh, it's, it's actually a combined brew process. And they're like, literally, they took Pilsner and malt liquor and poured them together. And that's what this tastes like. I liked it. Whatever. It, it tastes like a little green grenade. Do not <laughs> lie to me. I mean, I'm not. I'm. I'm just saying. I liked it. Like whatever. Shit. <laughs> I, I'm digging my steam beer, which is our other, other drink for the evening. Mm. A lot more than that, which is sad because the steam beer is in twelve ounce and the Carlsberg Elephant 
is the elephant on the table at a 16 ouncer. I like the Lord. elephant, and yeah, like it, it does, as mentioned earlier, I feel like that would be a really great thing to drink at a sporting event, let's say. So, uh, so you get a little too, a little too pissed and get ejected. Then your uh, soccer player son, you know, punches you in the face. I still love that episode. But by you didn't want at the end, like the he got he went yeah. through treatment and no, I yeah, know. yeah, yeah. You talked, you told me about that part. I just, I'm just saying, like the original episode was great. Yeah. Um, okay. Did you notice that when the name changes, the ABV also changes? Yes. So it goes from seven point two to seven point five. We and when it 7. seems 2. to be it's the 7.2 version, it's named Pilsner usually. And 7.5, it's malt liquor or premium strong. But we did find one instance uh, looking around where, in I don't know what market it is, but it is sold called as a box. Yeah, it's sold as a box. <laughs> All right. Interesting. Uh, I have been drinking uh, the Carlsberg Pilsner, that little green bottle, which has held up well. Like it has like a uh, it it has more like the uh, funky aroma of like a Czech Pilsner. I think I have that right, right, Casey? I think so. I think I'm thinking Czech is the one that has a bit more of a fun- funky aroma. When I have Czech, I think peppery. Hmm. I, I, I frequently will confuse which Pilsner is which when I'm trying to think of like, oh, this smells like this, but this has a has a bit of that aroma. So at first I thought it had skunked, but it's fairly nice, crisp and clean. Um, it's uh, kind of the right color, got a nice little bite. Uh, it's been it's been good. This is this is some outdoor sporting event beer. Uh this is coming in at five uh, percent, uh, and they call it a. Uh, I wrote Dutch, and that's wrong. A Danish style pilsner. Every so time I hear Dutch, I just get the Austin Powers. Freaky, I hate freaky the Dutch. Cream There's cheese. Two, it's two kinds of people I can't stand in this world: people who are intolerant of other people, and the Dutch. <laughs> um, Michael Caine just. So the best part of best part of that movie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, this has been pretty good. Uh, been a while since I've had just a, a good old pilsner, and it's you know we're 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 into summer or getting to summer. It's the time. I think that adds to my ire about hours. That's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. In my mind, You're- I was like, I want to get, I just want to get a six pack of just a pilsner. I was like, that that'd be awesome. And I saw this just says Pilsner, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is probably just you know like a, you know like a souped up Pilsner, like the, just an Imperial Pilsner. I was like, cool, <laughs> that'll do. No, you right. had that, uh, you had that oatmeal cookie anger. <laughs> yeah. Where where you you really want that chocolate chip cookie, and what they gave you is an oatmeal raisin, and for a minute you're like, yeah, this is it, and the texture feels wrong in your hand, but you're so excited, you go ahead and take a big bite, and you go. You spit in your teacher's face and throw the cookie back at them again. If the oatmeal cookie's malt liquor instead of a <laughs> pilsner, then yes. 
I just wanted Sorry, a Pilsner, I, not I went, a Colt 45. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're not looking for some old E up in here. <laughs> we. Uh, uh, Casey, what are you drinking? I am. I figured I'd stick with a green bottle and went with some Heine 0. 0.0. I'm trying to, it's, I mean, it's, I don't miss the alcohol in it at all. Like, it mm. is good. Hmm. Well, it doesn't have anything. I doubt it. You know, I guess it can't skunk as well. So, no, I mean the the hops are really the skunking thing. So it does skunk. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, still get some some green bottle flavor, but um, like it's just it. I, I don't know. Like I don't feel like with the athletic beer company, their beers sometimes taste a little weird. Like they're they're homebrew flavored. Um, where this tastes like about as close. I mean, I, I couldn't, I don't know if I could tell you if you sat down this beer in a, in a pile of light beers, I don't know if I could say, oh yeah, that one doesn't have alcohol. Hmm. I definitely, if I wasn't looking for that specifically, I definitely wouldn't know. Um, which makes me want to go out and try Carlsberg's 0.0 whenever I can find it. I couldn't, you know, nowhere around here has got it, but, um, definitely want to try that. I'm going to get the opportunity. Okay. That sounds good. Also, this relates to nothing except that I, I, this happens when we talk about anything and I'm like, I'm going to go look this up real quick like an idiot. Uh, also, on the Muppets Mayhem, uh, Karamo is on mm-hmm. that. Oh, yeah. It's a really funny scene. Don't you do it? She's like, How'd how you did get you in get in my, my house? house? <laughs> the real like, question is, how do I get in your heart? <laughs> it's, it's so funny. It's so good. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Kevin Smith's in it. Uh, like, just everyone's that you're like, what? Why? Where are we? Ah! 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 The cat found him. He climbed oh. down his back. Love it. Yep. Oh. You are now the jungle gym. You should you should get out of that shirt quickly because you're bleeding through it. Probably. (laughs) Oh, cutting out my love handles. Oh man. You know, I wish Jungle Gyms had a list where you could just go and see what they've got before you actually go. Like that that takes the fun out of it. I know. I wish they had like car side pickup, but it had everything in the store. It's a food (laughs) safari. You have no idea what you're gonna find or how out of expiration date it is. (laughs) <laughs> um, there don't is... know where that beer is, mate. There's a lot of them about. Yeah, <laughs> there there are, our uh, work group has to present to the whole company on a call. Um, not we were supposed to this month, but it falls on July or this coming month, but it falls on July fourth. So we'll actually be next month. Um, but we get to pick our own topic. It's just one of those fun things. And so we, we decided, Hey, let's do like a touristy thing in your local area. And we're a national company. So I figured like Ohio was local enough for me, three hours, you know, it's a day drive. Um, and I picked jungle gyms. So I've got to get some photos while we're up there to put in my slideshow presentation about the world's largest supermarket. But which jungle gyms? Uh, The original. Uh, yeah, I have to go to the big one, right? Yeah, yeah, you got to do a photo tour of the bathrooms. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you you don't even have to actually go in the bathroom. You could just do the sitting in the photo opportunity porta potty. 
I might go in the bathroom and then like just go through and be like, here's all the things that you probably won't be able to find anywhere else. Like here's the chip flavors and do the whole, Oh, you can get the uh, crickets. Get you some ketchup chips. You can get candied Mm. crickets or ants. You can get a beer for your grocery shopping. As long as you come in that side of the store. Yeah. I mean, you can swing by the bar, get, get you a pint. I am going to search for some, uh, Zero point zeros while I'm up there. Go that, that is, route. That is the uh, 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 that is the civilized way to be doing your grocery shopping. Just a it's a pint in your hand as you're going through. Going, mm, I would like some of this, Casey. Mm. What else is something civilized that people could do? Well, like subscribe and get some great resources at haveadrinkshow.com, or even follow us at Have a Drink Show on social media or Twitch.tv. And you can tell Should us your favorite drink. I think we put up the VOD on there. Yeah, we do live. Even though it's not live, it's put up there. Okay. Uh, uh, Yeah, and don't forget that you can tell us your favorite drink, ask a question, or just leave some general feedback. You can use the email address, feedback at haveadrinkshow.com. You can also use the feedback page on the website. Uh, You can uh, uh, put a message, put it to a a bottle, uh, and then uh, mail it to us because we're all in landlocked areas. Yes. We won't be able to find it out by the coasts. I, you put it in the top of the big Sandy River and it'll float on right by. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all joking and fun aside, I'd like to remind everyone to please drink responsibly. Oh, yes. Hold so, your kitties tight. Yep. Um, sure don't want to get for Emmett. No, don't, let your, don't let your kitties grow up to be atomic cowboys. So, no, the uh, shirts I found on a website, that's what, uh, Baby Doopy. But you can get, like, shirts for kids, and one is, is uh, Constant Cat Chaser. And then it'll say, show me your kitties. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, check us out another couple of weeks for the next episode. Uh, and remember to check out patreon.com slash haveadrinkshow and haveadrinkstore.com. Once again, I'm Brittany Lee Walker. I'm Justin Frazier. I'm Christopher Walker. I'm Casey Price. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. I wanted to say, and I'm Clint Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this broker. <laughs> we did.